Here's today's federal newscast. I'm Eric White. A pay freeze for civilian employees in 2019 could be on the table. A report from Senator Claire McCaskill says the Office of Management and Budget is considering freezing wages. A budget passback document between the Trump administration and the Homeland Security Department revealed the plan, which would exclude members of the military. On Capitol Hill, another indication that there's still a very real threat of a government shutdown. Federal News Radio's Jared Serbu has details. The chairman of the House Appropriations Committee introduced legislation yesterday evening that would fund the Defense Department for all of 2018, but domestic agencies would not get the same treatment, a key demand of congressional Democrats. Rodney Freelingheisen's proposal would leave the rest of the government under a continuing resolution until January 19th. The House is set to vote on that plan next week, but it would require support from Democrats to pass the Senate. If that fails, the government would shut down next Friday when the current funding bill expires. Jared Serbu, Federal News Radio. Many service members are experiencing brain trauma from subconcussive hits similar to those who play football, and the Defense Department doesn't have many answers on how to protect troops' heads. The Mayo Clinic offers some protocols to help. They include finding ways to identify brain injuries and removing the individual from risky activity. Agencies need to be careful on social media. The Government Accountability Office finds the Transportation Department violated an anti-lobbying provision in the Financial Services and General Government Appropriations Act of 2017 when it retweeted and liked a tweet supporting legislation to reform the U.S. air traffic control system. The security clearance backlog reaches a new level. GAO says though the National Background Investigation Bureau has taken steps to improve the process, the backlog grew to over 700,000 cases back in September. GAO says the NBIB needs to come up with a plan to reduce it and establish goals for its investigators. Agencies have about a week to tell the Office of Personnel Management about their plans to comply with the president's executive order on rescinding labor management forums. President Trump signed the order in September. It abolishes the National Council on Federal Labor Management Relations and individual forums agencies created with their labor unions. OPM says agencies should be mindful of the president's finding that the forums took up too much of the manager's time and taxpayer resources. The White House adds its voice to the growing IT modernization discussion. The White House's American Technology Council releases its final IT modernization strategy, outlining more than 40 recommendations to improve federal cybersecurity and reduce agency reliance on legacy systems. Among the areas the final strategy wants agencies to focus on is creating a security operations center as a service offering. The ATC also will hold a summit with cloud providers to discuss new acquisition approaches. The White House released the draft strategy on August 30th and received more than 100 comments that helped shape the final draft. I'm Jason Miller. The U.S. Patent and Trademark Office joins the open data movement. More now from Tom Temin in today's management report. Between 2008 and 2017, examiners issued more than 4 million office actions and citation traits, that is, written decisions on patent applications. Now USPTO has published them all in a series of data sets together with an application programming interface. Chief Data Scientist Thomas Beach says the data will help researchers find technology and innovation trends. Data includes reasons for patent rejections and associated prior art. I'm Tom Temin. And retirees can now donate online to the Combined Federal Campaign. The functionality on the Office of Personnel Management's donation portal is up and running for retirees. It was delayed at the start of the campaign in October, which meant retirees could not send donations since the CFC no longer accepts cash. The CFC runs through January 12th. Find these stories at federalnewsradio.com and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White.